I'm Mel. And I'm Tosh. And welcome to another episode of Mahogany Mammalogy, an online dialogue pertaining to the concerns and carefree parenting of Black motherhood. want to give a shout out to one of our Facebook group mammalogists, Asia Krista Atkinson. She is a single mom and working on her graduate degree. We are praying for your successes and keep Aries in our prayers. We love you. Love you, sis. Well, as you guys know, we have our retail line of Mahogany Mom merch. So be a conversation starter with the Continue the Conversation mug. It's a great with your coffee, tea, or wine, or whatever beverage you love to listen to us with. Mm-hmm. And that This Is Motherhood t-shirt. Cop that, y'all. Shop today at MahoganyMomology.com. This episode is sponsored in part by Queendom Finance. Queendom Finance is an accounting advisory firm focusing on serving small businesses, for-profit and non-for-profit, and also has a passion to educate women regarding personal finances. Giving back is one of the core values of Queendom Finance, which translates in its founder, Leonie Simo, serving on PTA boards in the Frisco community and partnering with the CMO Foundation to help provide scholarships and backpacks to kids in Cameroon. At Queendom Finance, they crunch the numbers so you don't have to. Whether you're looking for personal finance coaching or frustrated with accounting work, they can help you reach your financial goals. Talk to them today at www.queendom.finance. They're also on Facebook. We'll have both of those links for you in our show notes. And if you're one of our Facebook mammologists, Please tune in as we will have a special prize for you about this episode. And now on to the show. That's right. 70% of black women are the primary or sole financial breadwinner, but yet are not confident about our finances. Obviously, as moms, you know, kids definitely take up our finances, right? With <laughs> food, extracurricular activities, you name it. Just they stay in, in my pocket. <laughs> the older the more money. Anyway, oh. but we we shouldn't be living in that constant hamster wheel um, or that Robin Peter to pay Paul lifestyle to survive, right? Right. Uh, what we do have to do is get better, mm-hmm. obviously more confident in obtaining financial freedom, right? Yes, what yes. do we need to do to do that? What does your financial snapshot look like in 2020 and beyond, right? As some may have lived behind that philosophy of what's mine is mine and what yours is yours, especially if you're in a partnership, uh, does it bring a successful financial plan, you know, mm. for our partners or in our union? So what if you were brought up differently? Can we, Black women, collectively say we have the financial confidence to pay, save, and invest? Let's break it down, Mel. Okay, okay. so um, finances and relationships, eh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. We, we said we were going to dive deeper this, we, this evening. Yep. yep. All right. Don't so, look at me. We might be passionate. We might be angry. And if somebody like me, I, I speak with my hands. And, and she's speaking with her hands today. And so, the accent yeah. probably does get a little deeper. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's good. <laughs> but it's therapy for all of it's, us, yeah. listeners included. <laughs> I know some people might, you know, start cringing and it's. This is not one of the, like, the, you know, yeah, okay. So when you say fin- financial confidence, I think as moms, we generally push ourselves twice as hard as the dads to ensure we have a roof over our head and food on the table. Like, I feel like it's like we we push ourselves mentally to make sure it happens, like make sure our kids do not go without. It is survival mode. Yes. Right? As moms. So when you say financial confidence, are you saying that we need to build ourselves up more to be like, oh, it's going to be okay? Or is it more like, oh, why am I stressing out so much? It can be be both, but also to look money dead in the face. Now, some of us... Our daily spending habits, we have our debit card and we just get the swiping and Ooh, we don't yeah. do, and we don't really pay attention mm-hmm. to how much we are spending daily. Yeah. We know that we get paid on Friday, right? Or whenever we get paid, right? And we we have, you know, X amount of dollars, you yeah. know, 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or whatever, and we get the swiping. But my what I'm saying by financial confidence is like not being afraid to, you know, have this pool of money, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 be very diligent in in control of okay. how you're spending it, what you're spending it with, and just being very um oh stay within your means. Yeah. Stay within your your realm and yeah. not yes. And 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 that meaning like you can still enjoy try to enjoy you know life i think you can you absolutely can if you just have the financial confidence and and you know one might say even budgeting you know all of the things that you like your pleasures that you like i think into your lifestyle financial creativity mm-hmm. if you will in using your money. Yeah. Wisely. So whatever that yes. may okay. mean to okay. that individual, whether it be um, being able to save for a trip, whether it be to, in addition, you know, pay for your your uh, mortgage or your rent, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and not scrambling or, or having that anxiety or emotion behind um, either not having enough or trying to figure out, like, what do I need to do? Like, you know, adding the numbers up, you know, think the meme of, like, you know, Albert Einstein and his, yep. and, and all those numbers and, and equations. Um, more more month than money. Exactly. So that's yeah. what I'm saying by okay. financial confidence. I love it. And so, you know, I think before we even talk about financial confidence, and, oh. I, and I've touched upon this, or even, and, and not financial freedom, Oh. I feel like those are to me, you know, we can we can definitely discuss discuss that. Financial confidence to me is being able to step to the table and be like, okay, I've got a sound, you know, budgeting plan. I've got, you know, I'm okay. firm on this, whereas that financial freedom um will have that in addition to I also I think that's next like, level. Yeah, I'm like investments and yeah. things like that. That's and, a whole other show and, we'll and, dive into. And having the financial freedom and I think maybe even surplus of money to Freedom is freedom. Freedom is free. That's right. That's it. That's it. First you gotta have confidence before you have freedom. Thank you can't you. have freedom Thank and then you. not have confidence. Thank yeah. you. But yeah, before we level. even dive into that, I feel like there's definitely emotions. Right, mm. we've got to address that emotional component behind even attempting. Um, if you're with a partner, trying to mesh those behaviors into one accord. So, like before, say you met your partner, you know you could have been a very diligent financial person, but you've met a partner, you love him, love him or her, and they are just tacky with their money. And it's like, how do we? bring you know our behaviors together because I can't I'm I need to change you just a little bit to be somewhat responsible to go forth with the money right yeah or make our money you know make our money you know what I mean um excuse me but we also need to with that talk about generational curses right Mm. which play a role in how we view our finances because I think that is of itself too. You know, I think I can only, I can say for myself, you know, I grew up in a family like we did not talk about money. At all. At all. Like things got done, you know what I mean? And every month things were paid, but we didn't even talk about the nuances of... How'd you learn how to budget? (laughs) I didn't. Oh, I didn't mean to put you on blast. No, but that's but that's just the realness of it. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? I grew up in a family, like, things it got It just got paid. done. It just got done. It okay. just got done. Okay. And that was it. So no one spoke to me about budgeting. Um, or investments. Or investments. Don't ask properties me. and all that. Don't, that you, don't ask. Don't ask me about that. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, no, it's all no, right. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, okay. it, just rhetorically speaking, yeah. it's just like. But you know what? That is our historical culture, though. You aren't the only one I've heard that from. Just and the, I, too, yeah. while I was taught budgeting from my dad, he used the paper thing. And I say the paper thing because I do the Excel thing. I'm the, the tech kid. <sighs> I know. Because I was like, oh, I can't carry this paper around. I love me some paper and pencil. But now, now I get it. Like, I get, like, I'm glad for that teaching, though, of the paper. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, like, back in the day, like, the... 
Like the, the bookkeeper? banks, the banks had like the the bookkeeping in the back of the, the checkbook, the ledger. Yes. Thank you, and um, and, and you would write it out, right? So because we didn't have debit cards and all that stuff way back in the days, mm-hmm. and I'm not that old, but I'm just saying, like way back in the days, and so that's how I learned was doing that. And then my dad had like yes, the bookkeeping days of like the paper book ledger. Mm-hmm. So that's how he showed me how to budget was the bookkeeping ledger. Well, I ain't carrying the bookkeeper budget like thing around like that these days. But I mean, but, let, let, so let, I had done a Excel sheet for a while. But I, let me let me just take you a step back. I'm just saying, just to talk about money. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but that's as far as we went. But some people don't, like you said, are like like what you've experienced. Yeah. Then there's some people who had kind of like what I experienced, along with the ten percent tithe, mm-hmm. and then there are some people. Who, where I think what you're getting at is they've been taught not just do you budget, but okay, well, how do you invest? How do you then create a second business? And then Mm -hmm. this is what we do with money that comes in and all these other things. Yeah, that's sight unseen, like you know, and it's just part of their their family nature. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, you don't want to you bring in you bring in inside talk outside kind of deal. You know, yeah, you don't talk about your finances with other people, like other people, rather even other girlfriends. Exactly, exactly. So you kind of alluded to. So it sounds like did you have a soul financial? Did you have a soul model for your finances, like a financial model? Well, like I, I guess when you say model, like um, like tools that I use, or like tools, people, inspiration. I, mean, I don't think I had an inspiration. I know what to do. Like in terms of, okay, I know how to budget my money. I'm not saying I do it very well, but I'm just saying I know how to do it or like the tools because my dad has said, okay, this is how you use the ledger. This is what it's going to be used for, yada, yada. He was the person who ran the finances in the household. Mm -hmm. So he was like, he only had two daughters. He didn't have a son. So one of y'all need to figure this out. So I'm just going to show you. And we're going to get into that too. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know if he really did really want to show us, um, but... I guess that was his way of being responsible, mm-hmm. responsible parenting. So he showed us that, or showed me that. But after that, like light years now, sitting in this seat across from you, yeah, I wish I had learned. You know what? Maybe I should have got my real estate license at the age of 18. And I could have been, you know what I mean? Like forward thinking type sure. of the next sure. level type stuff. Um, no, yeah. I that was, was like, my only thinking, and I'm like, model. Well, nope. No, I, no, look at me, no, no. Because I'm thinking, at what point? Oh, I remember a grocery store class. I had a money class. What do you mean? Like, either it was elementary or middle school, like, we did, like, oh, maybe it was elementary school. Because, like, they gave us, like, Monopoly. Like, we did, like, a real-life Monopoly. Hmm. I remember doing this in, like, school. And, like, they gave you so much money. And then, like, you had to go, like, they, like the school kind of set up, like, different little stores, like, fake stores. You know, they're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, be cool with it. And then you had to go to each store or, like, you know, do your daily life, like, i.e. Monopoly or life itself. And then you played, you know, mm-hmm. how to budget your money for the day. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, they don't do that no more because, <laughs> you know, these schools. Not even, but interesting because I mm -mm, mm -mm. and and I'm trying to figure out at one point in my life did it like click over like what what something I must have picked up something somewhere or else you know what I mean I wouldn't be a sustainable adult as I am now like something has had got to give and I don't like got to give in terms of oh my gosh I cannot live like this not even I can't live like like, as far as oh that's cool how did they get to there not even that but I'm just like just to be able to purse out like monthly, okay, well, I need this amount to pay my rent. I need this amount for groceries. I need this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, at what point in my life did, did, did I don't even know. I don't, well, I don't know. Other friends didn't say anything? No. Look at this. I'm like, no. I don't know. Hmm. I guess, you know what? Did you guys you, not have a money class? Did you not do economics? Like in the money class? No? Okay. Girl. I'm sorry. I think, I well, part of that, I guess it was, I say also on the job training, because I'm like, all right, I got a job when I was 16. Okay. All right? And 
part of that probably was like, okay. Um, and my parents really weren't like, okay, now that you got a job, you have to give me, you know, X amount. Like, because it, my money was my money, right? It was my play money, whatever. I never no. got that. You know, you need to give me X amount I every time you do that. Because I remember working to save my money to use for my prom, because I bought my prom and dress shoes and all that stuff. Um, so you did actually budget, because you had to, like, give so much money to the prom peoples. Sure, I guess. Subliminally. <laughs> Subliminal. It was a subconscious subliminal, right? Yeah. But, all, but it was also a very layaway mentality. So every it is though, it, it, but it that is, is what budgeting is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like okay, no different than the Kmart's. No, no, no. Like, well, yeah. I mean, that's the era we grew up in. You know, what I mean? yeah. So it was kind of like okay, well, I know, um, you know, shoes are I don't know forty dollars at the time. You know, and my dress is gonna be whatever. You know, eighty dollars. I don't know, but I know the biggest expense was the limo. <laughs> Which was like, See? which was probably like two hundred dollars or something like that. So it was just like, I knew, I knew that, I knew that. I, I take it back. So as I as I'm talking talking it out or whatever, I probably had this discussion with my mother. She's probably like, well, okay, give me you know eighty dollars every time you get paid, and that eighty dollars probably went into my prom pool. Oh, okay. So when it was time. You know, for things to get to get See? done. So, all right, I take it back. Sorry, mommy. <laughs> She's like, I told you how to budget. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't. It was not a sit in down. her own way. Yeah, it wasn't a sit down true discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we, but I think that goes on still today with so many people, not just of our like age bracket, but the teaching our kids, right? So it's like. <sighs> Yeah. So let's talk about we and, yeah. and obviously we digressed, but going back to the emotional component of it, you know, it it's it it can bring up a a whole host of feelings, especially if we're dealing with a partner and we have we have different viewpoints on how we approach money. Right. Yeah, because it breaks up marriages too. Isn't it is that one, the number one. It is the number one, like leading thing to divorce. For divorce. Yeah. yeah, yeah, money. And I know, I know, we bring up churches and whatnot quite a bit in other episodes, but there are churches that do like the whole financial workshops and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah, there's a and, Christian. Yeah, I know um, there's um, base, Dave Ramsey. And, I was going to um, say the Dave Ramsey. I mean, or just in general, a lot of churches I mean, yeah. who don't participate. Yeah, yeah. In his in his ministry, if you will, mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I will say, I don't think you, you know, if you're wanting to revisit that as a solution, you don't have to wait. You don't have to do it as pre-marriage is what I'm trying to get at. It can be done now if you wish to change your perspective. So I'll throw that out there because some people are like, oh, well. What do you mean? Well, so be- like, because because sometimes some people are like, well what, well, what do I do now? Right? When you're in this like. Start now. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, some people are like, oh, well, he has this for you. I have this for you. And what do we do? And I, do we yes. I see what you're him? saying. I see what. But so I haven't been married. And now <laughs> but I see what you're saying. But I think money, just like us as individuals, is constantly changing, right? We're constantly mm-hmm. growing as, as adults, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um. So our approach towards money should be that, especially when you start having kids. Because, look at me, because, you know, you was once living that dink life, you know, dual income, no kids kind of deal, and y'all was just out here balling. (laughs) Balling. Balling, okay? Balling. Just like, what? And then, poof, you have the same financial income. And here's this person. Yeah. That don't bring no money in. That needs everything. <laughs> because the quote and I'm and I'm gonna use a term loosely, the irresponsibility of you having your money prior to kids, y'all was you were still able to live and survive, right? Yeah. Whereas now, if you have kids or, you know, whomever, if there's an extra person, because we talked about sandwich generations and things like that, mm-hmm. um, that you have to care for, now the thought process has to change, right? Mm-hmm. Your growing has to change. So 
there isn't that emotional component, meaning like, okay, now I can no longer spin like how I used to be. I can't ball anymore like how I used to. <laughs> just, it's on pause. It's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily gone away. It's delayed. It's delayed. It's on pause. For mm-hmm. some, it's on pause. For some, it's delayed. I think there's also this emotional component of being embarrassed. Like, because I work at X, Y, and Z or live in A, B, C location that, you know, um, I you don't want anyone to know that you only have bread in the refrigerator, but you over here going to Bali. Okay. Like, what folks is putting on airs. Like, sure, there's an sure, embarrassment. Sure. And I, I think and that's just the dawn of time, right? Keeping up with the Joneses. That's yeah. The dawn yeah, of time. Yeah, and, and I think that needs to get let go. Like, it's, I mean, I know we're going to get into, like, solutions and thoughts and what have you and takeaways. But there's that. Like you said, the the keeping up with the Joneses, the social media norms, that's really has like heighten this plague of like, ooh, I want to be like them, and mm-hmm. why am I not living this way? And yeah, yeah, and it doesn't need to be that way. Is all yeah. I'm saying. It's yeah, like, no, no, it's, no, I get it. But on the flip side of it, I see a huge number of Facebook groups and social media groups of women and couples and areas where they're like, no, forget this bullshit. Um, what do we need to do? to become financially comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then once you're comfortable or emotionally okay, then comfortable, then confident, then, as you said, you know, financial freedom. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there is that shift, if you will. So I'm, I'm here to say, you know, people are not alone. We can we can break the chains sure. of financial And as individuals, as going back to what I'm saying, we're, we were accustomed and used to live in certain ways. So now we don't have or we are not armed with the resources to even initiate the change. So that in mm. of itself may bring up a whole host of different, you know, yeah. not only embarrassment, anger, sadness, you know what I mean? Just yeah. because it is also probably a rapid shift because, you know, you know, many of us are living what you want to call it, paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so... Once a paycheck, you know, gets don't get cut away, sick. don't get, don't get sick. sick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is of itself will bring bring up a the whole host of emotions. So I'm just thinking that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's let's dive into. Like I said, we're talking finances and relationships and common scenarios that you will come across. Okay. Right. Okay. So one thing. First scenario. Okay. You and your partner work, right? Mm-hmm. And and the scenarios I'm mentioning, um, we'll talk about how, you know, common ways that folks approach finances, right? How yeah. how folks may may view their finances. So you and your partner work, y'all each have your own checking account and you and you pay your own monthly debts respectively, right? There's no joint account for common bills. So the pros of that, maybe bills are getting paid. I don't know. But depending on the behaviors of of the partners, okay. (laughs) Okay. If you see Mel, Mel has her hands on her forehead, like, in deep thought or sigh or what have you. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So the pro, and and so the pro to that, right, when you're, and you're coming in, you know, you're in a relationship and y'all dealing with finances. You know, maybe bills get paid. Bills are getting paid, maybe, right? We hope so. We hope so. But that's also like a con, right? Yes. Because it, there is, and I'm not like, I'm not, the, the scenario is not about advocation of one thing or the other. Yeah, yeah, because I think no it's right just wrong. there's it's just more something to think about and how you're gonna override the con is what we're getting at. So it's a it, it is a con because it lends itself to robbing to pay Peter to pay Paul because one person can easily hide money from the other Ooh. person because someone has to pay the bills because you're relying on one person. One person's relying on another person to pay for something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I know some people are like, wait, what? But think about it. You're saying the bills are getting paid possibly. Mm-hmm. We have not sat here and talked about, well, who's paying for what? Mm-hmm. It's one person's bill is different than another person's bill. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And again, these are all generalistics. But like, if it's two separate accounts, there's no joint. Is one person paying their own cell phone bill? Are you not on the same plan? Um, is it, well, someone's paying the rent? Well, how much is the other person paying person A? Is per, mm-hmm. How much is person B paying person A to ensure that there are financial commitments met? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the financial, like, setup? This goes back to discussions. The couple has to have, like, you have to have clear discussions. Yeah, that's that's and, one takeaway. And and truly transparency. Mm-hmm. Um because if you're making assumptions, like if you're going into a relationship not having that conversation, that's where I'm talking about, oh well, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Because if you don't know, like, okay, let's just say one clearly clearly one person makes more than the other. Right. That's 90% of the time that happens, regardless of what the disparity or, or mm-hmm. bracket part is. So if I come into, like, getting a, an incentive from my job, mm-hmm. what if, you know, I pay something else? You know what I mean? Like, maybe I delay on paying something to pay another bill, maybe, or maybe I'm losing a job. Mm-hmm. Or maybe my check is getting cut in half. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's still that opportunity to rob Peter to pay Paul. But you don't know because all you're doing is paying the same amount every month to person A. Mm-hmm. And as long as the bills are getting paid, how do you know? Right, right. So I say that to say there's still this emotional piece to person A is having to do it to make sure the bills are being paid. That's what I'm saying. Someone's paying the bills. So who's paying them? Right. And what discussion are you having to person A, person B, and vice versa? Person A, are you talking to person B about, oh, you know what? (sighs) So I'm not getting that incentive check or the money's not looking good. Like, you know, I don't know if hourly employees or what have you, but, you know, it's the, the hours are not there. So I'm having a problem mm-hmm. paying whatever. I'm going to be late. Mm-hmm. That increases fines. Well, person A is dealing with that. And maybe they're feeling embarrassment Correct. to person B saying, you know what? I'm not going to tell you because if I tell you, you might be upset. You know, whatever it is. So I say it is sometimes that's a con if there's not a lot of discussion. Correct. And it's a roundabout way. But. And to that point, it might be even feelings of resentment. Yes. <laughs> Why you? Like, resentment. Yeah. Because now, uh-huh. now, you know, you, mm-hmm. if you're making more money, might be carrying more of that financial responsibility. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes, I can see With that. Having to make more money and pay more of the bills. Mm-hmm. So, you know, conversations need to be had. Yeah. That's the bottom line. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And plan. Yeah. It's a conversation. Plan. A, a plan. A, a conversation for a plan. A plan. Yeah. You know, yeah. because again, it leads to divorce because it's like, it, yeah. yo, if I'm paying all these bills, what you doing? What do I need you for? Oh, snap. Sorry, vitamin D, I can get from anywhere else. I'm sorry. Or P. <laughs> Tasha's not lying. Oh, okay. So, you know, you know, so that's that's one scenario that we. Okay comes up. Yes, that comes up. From discussions from you all. Another scenario might be one is a stay-at-home parent, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe given an allowance, thus has no input, you know, in the way finances are handled, and unaware of the cash flow. That's the big one. Unaware of the cash flow. No, I think their whole last sentence part of it. What? The thus no has input. Okay. And, like the no input part, you you get put me like out. To me, both not you having input and not being aware, that in itself is scary to me. But maybe that's a personal thing. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going with the cons. I know I'm sounding like a Debbie Downer. What's, I was going to say, I mean, what is the pro to that? If there is any. <laughs> if there is any. I'm pausing because I'm trying to think. 
I don't know in this day and age if it's okay to be that in- ignorant. We ain't too, listen, listen. Because your if mama, you're, look at me, your mama and my mama's area, age, generation, you know, was about that kind of life too. She was stay at home mom. Not saying specifically you, but no, a lot I'll, of them I'll just use like, it. I'll use it. I mean, you know, she's not here to whoop me. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I agree. She had no input. Ooh. She did not. And she should have. Yep. Do you yep. see what I'm saying? So yep. it's kind of, what are the, it's like a, it's an abuse thing, right? Because I know mm-hmm. it's like a type of abuse. Like I know we talked about this in a whole other episode. Mm-hmm. And y'all go find it and remind me. But um, but it is like, but I think she was aware. But I feel like she was aware of the cash flow. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I know it's two separate things. Like you can be unaware of the cash flow. Mm-hmm. You can have input. You can have input, but not really know where it went. That's where I think Tasha's getting at when she when you're doing like the two separate mm-hmm. things. It's not a you can have input but not be aware of the cash flow, and you can also be the reverse. Okay, you could be aware of the cash flow but not not be allowed to have input because you can say, "Oh yeah, I think the money should go here," but you don't know where that money went. Mm-hmm. Now you can be like, "Oh, well, I get an allowance, but it's my that's is my allowance." I don't know where the rest of the nine. I'll just say ninety percent. Yeah, went. yeah. Nor have any input on it because all you got was ten percent. Like you said, I don't see the pro. <laughs> I I don't know if there's any pro in that, but you know what? Like, because I, what are you teaching your children? We gonna get into that too. Okay. Because I feel like you know what I mean. Like if you. Going back to the whole patriarchy of marriage, right? When way back when, when it was the you know the woman who stay at home um, parent, and she you know that's also when we had pensions. So if the the husband at the time passed away, then the pension went to the wife. True that. We don't even have that. I don't even know if y'all can even spell the word pension. Look at me. Well, my brother got a pension, but you know what? Oh, he's, I mean, he's a, he, again. <laughs> Pensions are few far and in between now. Girl. Few far in between. Um, but I say that to say, you know, you've heard those scenarios where you've been married and then y'all break up and, you know, the woman is kind of left like, you know, just unaware. Like no I clue. No I had no clue I was, you know, this much, you know, thousand dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. Cause there was just no awareness of of the money. I just let him right sign the checks and I got my amount for whatever I wanted Mm -hmm. to for my needs. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know how much, you know, you probably know how much groceries cost perhaps, but you got your groceries. Didn't know about the the house payment and Mm -hmm. the fact of what goes into that and that was being paid for. Mm Mm-hmm. The ignorance of it. Yeah. And there's still women out there who are like that. Couldn't be me. Not me. Anyway, but you know what? I'm not trying to be a judge. Let me, we're, let me, we're, we're not, not, but these are scenarios. And if you don't fit into that category, bravo. Okay. But to your, to your point, what are you teaching your children? You don't really teach them too much of anything. Especially if you're the stay-at-home parent. I mean, now I'm being judgy, but especially if you're the stay-at-home parent. Because mm-hmm. like, cause what are That's you? you what, not, this is if you are not aware. Yeah, if you're not aware. If you are not aware. You have no input. input. You're not aware. You just get an allowance. Uh, yeah. I'm talking yes. to those moms. Not not the moms They probably who, turned us off already no, at this point. No, I was going to say, not the moms who... Because I I know quite a few, you know, stay-at-home moms, you know what I mean? Who, oh, who? Let me t- Y'all know probably more than I do about money. Who, so, exactly. So help not, me. Help I me. I didn't come for y'all. Help me, please. <laughs> no, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean... We're not referring to stay-at-home. I think that was just a generalized situation. Yeah. I mean, you could easily probably be working and probably don't know about money. It Same. probably could be honestly going into whatever pot y'all decided, whatever you call it, and have no input and don't know where the cash flow went. You just going to work. That's, that's there, too. Yeah. So don't get Amen twisted. Don't that. come for us because we said stay-at-home moms. I know Amen that's all you that. heard. I know that's all y'all heard. But, yes. So what are you teaching your children? I think regardless. I think regardless of the situation— how in terms of breaking a generational curse, 
what are you teaching your children? Because that's like, in order to break a generational curse, you have to do it now. Right, right. Whatever that curse is regarding in finances, whether it be, okay, you know what? All I was taught was just this this paper ledger and I've transferred it into what makes sense in terms of an Excel spreadsheet. My generational curse is investing and real estate, you know, that type, like the other things of stocks and bonds and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, I know what those words were back then. I I thought that was a rich people thingy. Right, right. As I got older, there's E-Trade. Like, I, mind blown. Had no, didn't even dive into that. Because again, still thought it was what? A rich people thingy. It's not a rich people thingy. (laughs) Thus, not having the confidence. Because it's like, I'm not, I have no kind of knowledge on, you know, to your example of investment. I have no kind of knowledge on it. So, like, I can't even try to dip my toe into something that I am totally ignorant of. On top of the stigma of thinking investments and stocks and bonds are a rich white people thing. And Let's it go. is not. Let's just stop that now. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is not. Um, and I say that because I think each of us have to go, okay, what is our little thing that we want to change and like break the generational curse on? Yes, you can't do like large volumes, clearly, unless you're rich. But, you know, like E-Trades and whatnot, like some of that starts off at like $500,000. But for some people, it's like, well, what does that even mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't even make that kind of assumption. That's so true. Whereas stocks, say if you have, okay, uh, uh, now I'm not even knowledgeable on stocks. I can't even say, I'm not confident on stock. If a stock costs a dollar and like say, okay, well, and a lot of people think big picture, right? So if I have $20, right? And I can be like, well, I have 20, you know, I have 20 stocks, you know, I'm just trying to see, you know what I mean? And Stocks you have to look at, you know, day to day because they go up and down and it may give you a yield of, I don't know, 3%. I don't know. Just hypothetically speaking. And it's just like, okay, all right, all right. $20, 20 shares of stock, you know, after, I don't know, each day is going to give me plus or minus a 3% yield. So you got to look at it like that. You know what I mean? Okay, so today my stocks made me, you know, I don't know, $60. Tomorrow, my stock may make me $250. You know, next day, it's going to make me $70. That's the up and down, but... I I would look at that as an analogy of owning a home. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you buy your home at one point, it does appreciate. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's like... Well, it's... Right now, it doesn't really depreciate, but, you know, there was times where it does drop in value, right? Sure. Just a little bit. Sure. So, there is that up and down, and I think sometimes you're in certain things for a long haul. Right. So, I think that's where I feel like, again, I'm not confident either in stocks, but, but, but I've heard that analogy of that, you're in it for the long haul of it. When you're looking at housing, right, I'm staying in my house, hopefully, right? Yeah. Whereas the stock, it's like I'm I'm playing a gambling, I'm I'm gambling. You know, I'm playing a guessing game with my twenty dollars if I'm putting it in for some people. You know, if no. I'm putting it in there. So my house is is It's is, still a gamble in itself. A house, yes, because you can be upside down, right? You can yeah. be but you know, this house it puts a roof up there's some more sustainability to it. Like Because I think as as not just as, but I feel like people don't realize like, okay, Apple. You buy an Apple Watch, mm-hmm. you just help the stock go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for every, if you're buying into your product, you're still helping your product. Mm-hmm. And if other people, like, I think sometimes we look, again, it's how we look at it. It's how, you, it's right, how right, you're looking at it. Right. And I don't think we're taking the time to go, oh, let me dive into it. Right. Because there, honestly, with stocks, there isn't any instant gratification to it either. And that's our other problem. We like this instant gratification a little bit too much. Right. You want your McDonald's fries right now. So you want a fast stocks, food. You want fast food. Whereas stocks, you know what I mean? Like You got to go cook for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's then, kind of the best way I can think of it. And I know that there are some people, and I, I look at it, you know, uh, my parents' generation who did do investments, and then you had unfortunate events like 9-11, which killed a whole 
whole lot. Yeah. You know, uh, the housing crisis, which killed a whole lot. You know what I mean? So I can understand where that hesitation might be to try to invest in the stocks because it's like, you know, but you also have to be responsible, right? Mm-hmm. Don't put your life savings in. You diversify. You di- diversify your bond, bitches. You know what I mean? As they say. <laughs> I like that. Um, a def- definitely a good, you know, topic as for future in but terms of like maybe digress. diving. No, no, because I, I think, you know, um, and I think we will, hopefully, uh, maybe look at each, what is the thing called? Like the seven streams of income. Am I saying that right? I don't know. I feel like it's a myth or something. That might be a whole other topic. I don't look at me. I don't know. Maybe y'all yeah. just help me out. Who are financially savvy out there? Who, yeah. Is it seven? Was it seven pillars or seven somethings? Okay. Now we're looking all ridiculous. <laughs> no, no. They're like, Girl. but to go. It, it, but back to the original question: What is does this teach your children? What are we teaching our children? And it's like, how do we discuss money matters to our children? Yeah, because right now all he's all he <laughs> all he can see is, well, why don't you just give him your bank card? That's the but even the younger children, it's like, well, can I have this? Well, you can't have it right now. Well, why not? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, because, like, well, does that? Yeah, and that's where it is. But, yeah. I was reading something online when I was doing the research. Culturally, mm-hmm. we tend to talk to our sons more about money than our daughters. Can you, would you say that? And that to me, I feel like kind of touches on your point in the beginning where you were talking about your dad, you know, since he, he had two girls. So I guess, you know what I mean? He's going to have to. He, <laughs> One he of gotta, them had to figure it out. Somebody's yeah, got to know. But, out. you know, had you, y'all had a brother, you know, he probably would have been maybe, I don't know, you know. Thus, our sons mm. grow up more confident about money because we have these conversations with them so often, and we therefore think they are inherently better with money, which is totally false. Uh, thus, holds particular true with the topic of investing, like we, like we just went into. So, yeah, but but true, mm-hmm. but true. I see. So I see like, your point. You know, the the I I, I that that statement stuck out to me because I'm thinking about my upbringing as a, as a girl. I was going to ask you. What's up? Because you have brothers. Absolutely. And do you feel that your brothers know finance? Like, were Hell taught, yeah! They were taught financially more than you and your sister? Yes. Okay. Um. However... With the caveat, I'd be like, I don't know where they learned it from. <laughs> Look, I don't... I don't um... You know what I mean, like, or do they? You feel like they just picked up, like they they, they had more opportunities. More, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why. Now, why do you I say? Is it because they say certain things to you? You're like, oh, I didn't know that. No, not even because I'm looking at them. You know, like right now they're very successful at what they do. You know what I mean? Some are yeah. married, some are some are not, and you know. Uh, you're looking Stop at the success factor. You're looking at, okay. You're looking at the success factor. Yeah, yeah. They're I'm overall not, success factor. Overall success factor. Like, I don't know their ins and outs of their money. I really don't. You know what I mean? But okay. I know that, um, you know, they they have a house. They have cars. Sorry, I know. Yeah. I know. Listen, shut up, shut up, shut up. And cars are not an investment. <laughs> and cars are, you, yes, 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 yes. You're right, you're right. Cars are not an investment. So they have um, a house. But... <laughs> But you know, I think they have socks and bonds. Yes, but I, but they also came from my my brothers are significantly older than me, so they came from. And I know this is kind of a warped mindset. I don't know. Um, no, go ahead because I'm where, curious. Like they have pensions because they've worked. Okay. You know what I mean? They've, they they have, they ended up in a particular industry exactly. that afforded the pensions yes. at the time. Yes. Yes. Are those particular industries still around? Absolutely. Okay. They ain't dying. Look at me. I'm, as I think about, yeah, those industries are not dying. Okay. If anything, going up. Mm. So they were they were smart from I don't know, teenage years? I don't know. You know what I mean? Whenever it just they, happened to be. They yeah, got their that trajectory. Route, their trajectory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I like to hear from other mammologists that maybe have brothers, per se, 
Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As I think about it, I'm like, mm-hmm. Offhand, I want to tell you no, but. What? Uh, offhand, I know I know of a couple. I don't. Pers- I, there's other people I feel like they're the men uh-huh. are not as financially savvy. Okay. As the wife. Okay. I feel like it's, re- but in terms of teaching, oops, yep. in terms of teaching, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't have the answer. I don't I know. feel I'm like, like they, <sighs> I just feel like culturally, I know I, I have know. to pause and think yeah, about that. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't, because I'm thinking of my, it's not like, I mean, not to and granted, every much. every family's different. Every, yeah, I was gonna say every family is different. So it's not like they had a financial role model. So that's where I'm going. Like, yes, that's I'm like okay. So what that's and that's really what I'm. They didn't have a financial role. So I'm like, where did y'all pull this out to be so so savvy? Like, where did this come from? You know. Whereas I feel like art generation right now, it's very peer driven. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. then our peers are like, oh yeah, I learned this in college, or I learned it from my their respective parent. Yeah. And then that's like, oh, okay, well, you learned it from that. So now let me kind of yeah. take that on and go, okay, yeah. let me work and with this. To, do, 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 yeah, do, do, do. so that's, and that's, yeah, I was like, no shade to my brothers, but it was just like, kind of like, well, where'd y'all, because I, so where'd y'all, same house, like, but y'all get it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, but y'all get it. And maybe there, maybe for them, that was peer driven. Who knows, right? Who knows? Who knows? Interesting. Interesting. I know. <laughs> Interesting. So, at this stage in the game, in terms of redoing or starting over, not necessarily starting over, but taking it from here and being financially confident, what would you say are like steps or things that people can do? You know, I feel like to your point where we're peer drive, peer driven. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I can only talk about the environment that I grew up in and was raised in. Um, I feel like there is so much more opportunities for more financial literacy now. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Because we can pass, like, as peers pass down mm-hmm. our expertise, or if we don't know ourselves, finding a friend to pass down the expertise to our children yeah, or you know, I just joint like efforts. There's, and there's just more workshops. Like I just like more workshops. I wish you know when I was younger that I was privy to you know the financial workshops that they you know have out there for kids for the kiddos. It's very different now. You know, I feel it's more widespread now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because the banks are a little bit more invested or because as internet. people are more, in, it's the internet. Yeah, yeah, you know, internet just dissemination of changed. information. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yeah, I wish. I, psh, look at me. Psh, I wish. Doesn't mean you still can't. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I but and you know, but you want to try to get some of that foundation ingrained early, so that now okay. when yeah. you're in high school and you get a job, right, or yeah. something, and you want to be able to. You know, put your money, even learn to invest. If you if you are 15 and you, you know, have have some stock somewhere, are you serious? By the time you're 40, if you put a hundred dollars in something, come on, son. You know, I wish. I wish I was more I wish I had more um knowledge and access to that. I think that's what it is now, too. I think there's just more access. As well as, mm-hmm. but it's it's doing it like you have to be intentional, mm-hmm. not just go oh, okay. No, you have to go and be intentional. So that that's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know they, you know they they teach these kind of classes in high school and things like that. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. Y'all can come and email us, but I don't think so. I think we're now like I think it's gotten where it's now at home or okay. it's us find, like I said, the access of these avenues of, oh, here's this workshop. Yeah. Oh, you know, the Urban League or, you know, Whatever. the Nesby's and all that. Your local doing bank, the, you know. And something. challenging them to put on 
we're partnering with them to put sure. on workshops and sure. stuff. But um, I think we get our first real taste of like finances when you get into college, because like college, especially I think about like, you know, that those first early weeks of orientation and stuff like that. You have all these, you know, companies, credit card companies coming your oh, way. You know what I mean? That's the worst, though. <laughs> but it is our sometimes the first encounter of that, right? Because True. I think about like, yeah, with me, when, woo, child, you know, oh, get you a free t-shirt if you sign up for this credit card. I mean, what's a t-shirt? You know what I mean? But, but back then, you're like, hey, let me get this t-shirt. Hey, girl, hey. This water bottle. Okay. Right. And now you, for, you know, forward years later, you know, you're like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And why so I, I think a lot of times that's when we get our first um, interaction with finances and not, not, under, not truly understanding what that means when you sign for a line of credit. Um, that sort of thing. So, Oof, yeah. I'd only known then. Funny story. Look at me. Funny story. Oh. Again, this I'm like, where did I find out about, you know? I remember on my campus, um, a certain credit card, big name credit card company uh, was on there. And, you know, sign up, get, you know, get your little whatever, right? And I remember my father pushing me to get this uh, credit card. Yes. Yes. And I was like, I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like, I remember like, I don't want it. And I remember like, I don't want it as I'm signing, you know, the dotted line for it. But I say that to say the the thought behind it was to use it. You know what I mean? Like to use it to buy books. Use it wisely, my child. Yes. Yes. The Yoda. Like, boy. I am 2,000 miles away from you. <laughs> like I am hungry. I am hungry. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get the college students. Yeah. Because they're hungry. Yeah. I'm buying it for books, I, I guess. <laughs> but you know I'm calling you next week. <laughs> hence fork debt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hence, hence. But. But. Um, so yeah. what, are, what are some thoughts and ways that we can, I guess. Break the generational curses. Sure, sure. Um, we, and we've kind of touched upon this. You know, be transparent. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm. Well, I hey. said be transparent with a partner, but with, maybe you with need a partner. Something. But to that point, right? Okay. You can be transparent with your partner, obviously, right? Because yeah, y'all need to move forward. But I feel like also. What is the harm in also being transparent with someone else you trust that is outside your relationship um, that can keep you accountable? Does that make sense? It does. I mean, only because, and hear me out, you know, y'all, unless y'all are going through like financial woes or whatever, you know, if y'all are going through financial woes, it's like, I can be transparent with you, but we are in, we are, we are drowning together, right? So clearly mm-hmm. both of our thought processes is not It ain't working. It ain't working. Something, something's got to give, right? Mm-hmm. Either it's gonna be divorce, right? Which is gonna give, or trying to seek outside counsel, not the pastor. Um, who you know is not gonna judge you, you know, who uh, it's going to keep you accountable. Yeah. A trusted friend. friend. You know what I mean? That's going to someone in your inner circle. I so agree. And I think, I think kind of going back to an earlier point you made of like not bringing in outside influences in a way, but we've got to stop that because sometimes you need to go to somebody to have that discussion because you never, they may say, hey, you know what? Have you tried this? Right. Right. And who's, like you said, who's not going to judge you? Who, who probably has gone through it themselves too, mm-hmm. and may be able to provide you with some resources that they use to kind of okay, this is what you need to how you can right overcome that. So, um, I definitely agree. I'm not saying you go on your Facebook, right, girl. They, let's, let's we're not saying that type of accountability. Says, Facebook partners get you unless a home, you have a secret group that y'all communicate, and that's your business, right? But I definitely do. 
I agree with you. It's not just being transparent with your your significant other if you're in a relationship, but also a trusted friend who's kind of maybe has some similarities to your mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Then that that definitely is very because you never know. You might be able to help them and what and vice versa, right? So I agree. and I like like you said, someone who's on your similar wavelength. I know we've got friends from all different socioeconomic backgrounds yes. and things like that. And I can't talk to someone who, who I, I, got and ten properties real, and I can't. You can't. You don't relate to me, and I don't none, relate to you. None. No, whatsoever. You know what I mean? Sorry. <laughs> No shade. I love you. Let's go for drinks. Yes. You pay. No. Um, <laughs> uh, but but just to have that. The day, like, you, whoever's on your level. Yeah. Who's yeah. ever on your level. Um, I know we talked about the kids earlier. Um, I And I've, I've committing myself. I know you don't. We talked about this offline. I know she don't like him. Um, and that's fine. He didn't pay for this episode. So that's oh, okay. I was like, what? Oh, okay. That's um, fine. Dr. Yeah. Dr. Boyce um, <laughs> D. D. Watkins. Um, he ain't listening to the show. <laughs> he don't know us. And that's okay. Um, but I've been, I have it saved in my Amazon. They didn't pay for this show either. No, no. Um, but it's called The Black Millionaires of Tomorrow. It's mm-hmm. a wealth building study guide. And they have them in various age groups. So, um, and I forget what age level it starts off at, but it's in various, like, they have, it's a workbook. So, each hmm. each age grouping, so it's like, say, for example, 5 to 7, that's one level. Then it's like 7 to 15, that's another age level, Correct. and then 15 to 18. Correct. So, um, it's in my Amazon thing, and I'm, I'm just saying that to recommend it because, one, I think sometimes it's like, where do you start if you don't know? And I was thinking about, okay, well, where's something where I can start with my my son, but I can also learn at the same time. And I know it sounds kind of like we're like, oh, dummy ain't down, but because it's a child level situation. But why not? Why not take a child level situation for yourself? I was yourself? thinking about it, too, like on the way here, like, okay, well... All right, they have preschool level learning of finances. Okay, I need to probably need you to at preschool, <laughs> and why not? And we we gonna learn together. together. Yes, yes, I'm an old woman, you know, but we gonna learn together, and we are gonna start from the bottom together. And yep. it might be kind of fun, and that's gonna be good because I'm like, you can teach your child to do better while you are not, you know, in a better space, I guess, in a better place. But then that way, you know what they're learning too. Yeah, because you're learning it at the same time. Right. So um, because I think that sometimes gets in the way of parents like, oh, well, how do I teach my kid when I don't know either? And then that keeps the generation curse going. Then there's another one I saw. It's called Money Bright Kids. I've been seeing it like advertised. I feel like she's local. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I would I would suggest like looking into like whatever types of things are available for kids. Um. So that way you can teach your teach yourself as well too. So, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And um, then um we're not here, you know, we don't always like talk about other people's podcasts or whatnot. But yeah. um there's you know, I would just say look at other financial podcasts, maybe perhaps dealing in the arenas that you're trying to improve upon. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll leave it I'll leave it there. Yeah, y'all, yeah. Y'all, yeah. That's how I look at me. That's how I learn, kind of so as you oh, mentioned that. <laughs> Growing up, because I used to be a big um, uh, the financial blog. No, what's her name? Oh, Susie Orman. Thank you. I was like, I used she to didn't watch, pay for this episode. She didn't pay for it, but I used to watch her hard, and I used to watch. Um, she scared oh. me though. See that she, but yeah, I, but I know. Listen, there's some you for young, everybody. When you young, okay. When you young and you start somewhere, right now. I, I, yeah, I, Susie. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, to me, I mean, kind of problematic. But anyway, um, I used to watch her, and I used to watch um, what's his name, Howard Clark. <laughs> I don't know that. Oh one. my god, he used to come on uh, HLN, right? I don't know if he still does. I'll be honest, I don't know. I don't but know. this, mind you, this is like. Early two thousands when I didn't have cable. Well, not even. I I only had like the basic, the basic of the cable channels. But you had Susie Orman. She came you. on. Uh, she was on like uh, she had her own little show. Oh, okay. on um, whatever one of those financial cable shows. Oh yes. Well, yeah. We don't need to say a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, that don't give me. Ah, oh, that's how I learned. Kind of, sort of. You know. 
and I took it from there. But I'm sorry, what were no. you saying now? No, I was just so saying, yeah, like, so yeah, the financial just, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, financial podcasts and stuff like that. I mean, you know, a lot of us, we have a lot more access to information and definitely taking the time. And I'll jump back to saying in terms of, like, the kids thing, that's also great quality time, too, spending it with your child. For sure. Or children, so. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then have the kids also maybe be a part of... I've seen, you know, I've read in certain blogs and whatnot, having the kids be involved in financial discussions that you have. Yeah, yeah. When, you know. When it's time to put the rubber necessi- to the road. Yeah, hey, you know. Y'all, we have, it's not just a me and my partner conversation. It's, and maybe you start off something minor in terms of, okay, well, budgeting for the vacation. Mm-hmm, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they don't need to be a part of the sticky stuff. But, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. something yeah. that's like they can look forward to sure. and be a part of. sure. So. So, and then we also talked about, you know, the internet is a lovely thing now, you know, seek that information. When we did say outside um, counsel, you know, there's nothing wrong with, and I say the term financial advisor. However, a lot of people see financial advisor and think dollar signs, right? Yeah, because do you know how much even one, I have no clue, I clearly don't have one, um, how, what? But like, it, that you know, sounds rich. Are, it does, right? There are obviously certified financial planners, right? You know? Yes. That's, which, you know, and not even, they're not all dollar signs because some of them are, are just like, you know, counsel, um, income uh, driven. What do you mean by income driven? So like um, sliding scale, excuse me. Sliding scale. So if I make a certain amount, then yeah. you get a certain amount. Yes, and then there are but some that But if you make a certain amount, then they get a certain amount type of thing. Like, yes, or y'all come to an agreement of something. Because, honestly, they are in that position to educate the masses. Okay. You know what I mean? So they don't want to restrict educating the masses on letting income be that limitation on educating. Just like gotcha. I feel like like a lot of mental health counselors are very much like that too. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we feel like everybody needs mental health and don't let money be your restriction for doing better. Makes sense. You know, okay. so there are some that are out there and, and, and you know, like you said, how much, how much an advisor account, they cost a lot. You know, there are plenty of people who have the money to pay the full price, right? Mm-hmm. But they're also like groups, you know, like mm-hmm. we talk about, like, you know, we said, like how we mentioned, you know, Susie and Dave and, mm-hmm. you know, all those people. And there are just local people, like just, you know, your day-to-day people who are very financially savvy. If you ask. If you ask. There are plenty of sisters out here who are very passionate about educating black women to be um, financially savvy and confident in investments. And and they are doing their due diligence and trying to spread that information in the community. Why not just take a card and be like, well, hey, what, what do y'all, you know, what are your prices? You know, some of them prices, you, you'd probably be shocked. I probably would be, yeah. Cause you'd I be would, shocked. Yeah. Because I'm like, if we can... And not, you know, I'm not trying to get on my soapbox or anything like that. If we can, you know, spend $20 to eat out every day or at least, you know, five times in a month, some of them, right. some of them, that's that's how much they charge. And it's like, okay, well, all right, I'm not going to spend $20. I might eat out $10. You know what I mean? But no, but you make a very good point. We have to now really not just not just refigure out what we're going to respend our money on, but also mm-hmm. show our children. Yeah. Sometimes you got to pivot mm-hmm. and make those changes and look and seek for help. So and, I love and, it. And so, you know, financial advisor is not a rich thing. It's not a rich person thing because they can teach you the tools of budgeting and um, go into more in-depth financial things, wills and trusts and all that stuff and investments that they can help you. If you have that sit down and say, well, hey, what is your, which is a hard, probably a hard question to ask yourself since we are living in day to day. Well, what does your financial dream look like? You know what I mean? Like we are in day to day, so we're in survival. But it's like somebody asked me that and I was just like, huh? You know, like what? I've got two kids, you know, like I don't know what that looks like. So they're like, well, don't limit yourself to not thinking about that. Yeah. So, you know, seek out, seek people, be transparent, 
research, teach the kids, listen to the podcasts, you know, financial podcasts. So, yes. Man. I know we we were talking about relate it started out as relationships and finances, but But it is a, still it still all relates back. But it's it like, does. you know, it's like self it's like financial self empowerment. Oh, all right. Tell them about it. I don't know. Look at me, I don't know. <laughs> it, but you know what I mean? When you know better, you do better. So you gotta start somewhere. You gotta scratch somewhere. All right now. I don't know. No, we look no, at me. You. Trust listen, y'all. Don't come up on look at me. Don't come up in this Facebook group asking me about nobody's money because I don't know nothing. Oh my god! I'm getting help too. Look at look at me. We all should be. <laughs> don't come. And you should be asking. Yeah. Well, well, well. I, <laughs> I know it's coming. Is what I'm saying. I and know. So we we yeah. And if you know what, and there'll if y'all be future know, episodes. We'll, we're on yeah, it. We're on it. If y'all want to know. Email us. <laughs> That's all of that. And with us. that, <laughs> let's continue the conversation through our listener comments and questions in our Facebook group. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You can also email us at mahoganymomology at gmail.com. Don't forget to get your T-shirt. Yeah, I know we talked about finances and relationships, but go ahead and have a relationship with that T-shirt <laughs> and that mug. <laughs> Get them both on our website at www.mahoganymomology.com. Until next time, this is Mel. And I'm Tosh. And we thank you for listening to Mahogany Momology. Bye-bye.